Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage, and in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. I'm Daniel and I'm here with Katie and we are doing a bit of a mid-year follow-up to the way we started the year. If we think back to when we both chose the word that was going to define our year, I think they were Mm -hmm. both pretty close. Yeah. Do you remember yours? Focus. Mine was deliberate, which is kind of me trying to sound fancy. (laughs) Yeah, you're like fancy Nancy. I'm not, like, <laughs> I wish I was fancy Nancy. That's a fancy Nancy. word for focus. Yeah, well, that was it. What was the other one? Intention. There mm-hmm. were just a bunch of synonyms, but really at the end of the day, focus is what we were all about. Mm-hmm. And if ever in the world there was a way to test our ability to do that, it would be sticking us at home for three months with four children <laughs> yeah. while we're trying to do a multitude of other things. So as much as I don't want to make this a shopping list of all the things we do, because everyone has a ton of things going on. I think us taking stock of how it's been, what we've done, what we could do better mm-hmm. is uh, the call of the day. Yeah. And I do think um, we've struggled. Well, I have. I have struggled tremendously with focus, even though that was my intent going into the year is really focusing on focus. Um, Maybe that's step one. Yeah. Having focus is to be able to focus on that. Well, I think like for us, and I think everybody has this, but like I'm falling back on excuses about how we own a brokerage. We're trying to grow grow our own real estate business. We've got obviously family and kids um, and our own relationship. So there's a lot of things pulling us in different directions. And I think everybody has that. But with the business specifically, there are so many different projects and ways to develop systems. And even this podcast is something that anything you add into your schedule, it's pulling your focus into another direction. Yeah. That has been the theme of our year. I think we align in a lot of things that we do. We, funny enough, like you didn't mention in one of the things that takes your focus was yourself. Yeah. Same thing for me. But here's the thing. That these things have defined ourselves. Well, no. (laughs) But like if you think of something when you you say me, like for myself, I work out every morning and that I created a habit for myself where every morning at 5 a.m. or 530, I'm getting up before the kids and working out and that I've become used to and it's when you start creating those habits is when you can then add additional things into your life. Yeah, well, and that's the habit that's been the easiest in terms of doing it when no one else is there to distract. Right. Which is and it, but, it is when I said yourself, I mean, yeah, that's 100% that is the focus you've had. Right. And I've started to I mean, I I'm better at. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, when it comes to other than, I guess, self, what's the word? Not preservation, but self kind of maintenance. Mm -hmm. And I think for you, it's a lot more about your mind when you work out and getting your head straight and making you calm than for me, where it's about 
trying to like it for me it's strictly a health thing Mm -hmm. so when i say self i mean like the stuff that makes us personally fulfilled on a very personal level and and i really don't want to separate that from work and family and each other and being healthy and all that because that is really what we have right um but yeah i mean i i think that ties so you're right when it comes to habits and the second thing is priorities and what we deem most important i mean when it comes down to focusing it's like okay you can't by definition focus on 10 things at the same time no right there are many hours in the day and i mean scheduling is one thing we've talked a lot about right um and i think that's where we're kind of in the middle of right now to a large degree With is the scheduling scheduling and habits and prioritizing it's kind of all of that we've now had like i said we've had 3 months yeah of being with one another mm-hmm. virtually exclusively every minute of the day, yes. right? And gives us a good opportunity to focus on certain things. But because there are so many things, it has really dragged each of us in different directions constantly. Yeah. So I think, you know, one thing that's helped us is is structure, especially with the kids at home, defining when they're doing school and defining when they have free time so that we can work has been really helpful. It's become a little bit mundane, which has kind of caused me to take a step back and figure out, okay, now what's our next step, Mm -hmm. especially as the kids wrap up school over the next few weeks and figuring out what summer is going to look like for us. And we've talked about potentially one of us going into our office for a few hours every day and kind of switching back and forth. And I think that might be something we might have to implement in order for us to stay focused on the work and making sure that, because I think at home, and I think all parents can really relate to this, is that when you're at home and you sit down to do something, you're not getting that uninterrupted focused time. Mommy. Mommy. Yeah. Mommy. Exactly. And it's so you don't realize it. And I've I've kind of noticed it a lot more these last few weeks where I feel like my head is going to explode because it's like, okay, what did I sit down for? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I'm gonna do it. And then the moment I get into it, it's like one of the kids comes or the phone rings or all of these different things. And even if you don't have kids, you've got all of these distractions. So it's about really evaluating what you need to do in order to have that focused time to work. Because honestly, when you really sit down and don't have any distractions in your life or, you know, in that hour, um, you can get the stuff done that you want to. Yeah. And we've talked about setting goals and setting objectives. And that's key when you not have the big goal in mind. And this is this has always been our message is setting little milestones and little steps to get there. You need to create the environment still to reach the little steps, right? Because a little step. It's not just saying, okay, this is easy, so this I'll get done. If you're not committed to getting that done, you can still fall into the trap of not feeling like you, like you achieved anything. And that's due to, you know, the environment you put yourself in. Yeah. One thing I find is really helpful is if you determine the time of day that you want to accomplish certain tasks versus just putting down a list of to-do items and figuring out when you're going to accomplish them as it comes, mm-hmm. it becomes a lot more effective. At least that I've yeah noticed. Well, I I think you're right. I mean, it's it, and it's also talking about it 
in our case, the day before. Oh, for sure. You don't yeah. want to wake up in the morning. It's it's the classic, what are we having for dinner conversation well, spread out over the entire day. And, that's and a, dinners are a good example. Yes, I was just about to say that. So, hey, jump into our dinner. <laughs> well, no, because we've created a habit of every Sunday figuring out the meals, figuring out what we need at the grocery store and ordering it all online, picking it up the next morning. And then we've got our meals set for the week. We've got our groceries pretty much all ready in the house. And that's become our habit. So if you can do that, and I'm talking even us, because we don't really do that. If we can do that, you know, I've heard people do like, you know, just take 10 minutes out of your night before you go to bed and just plan out your next day and how much more productive you are as a result. Well, we we have, and recently, this is a couple of weeks ago, we sat down and we identified the things we know we are intending to do on a weekly basis, Mm -hmm. right? We have this podcast, we have uh, a webinar, we do a team meeting, we've got one-on-ones with our staff. Um, And when you map it out and you've got that there and just plot it in, it's amazing how doing that, Mm -hmm. even with, it doesn't matter, there's four kids at home, but because it's there, it's almost like they recognize like, oh crap, okay, well, it's it's 11 on a Tuesday, I guess mommy and daddy are going to be gone for the next hour. Right. Now, it doesn't mean that we're leaving them in as productive an environment as we can, but that's okay, because you're not going to... You no. can't be all things to all people, and that's part of focus also, is if you're, if you're so intending to make everybody happy all the time, then you're not able to concentrate on one thing. Yeah, and that's the thing, and I've just come to the realization now that, yes, we have those things set out in our calendar every single week, but what if we went a step further and set out the priority, like, you know, even yeah. just weekly priorities, because we don't do that. I think we try to do it on a day-to-day basis, but even still, it really gets jumbled up. Yeah, no, we, we get we get caught in urgency yeah. before getting things done. And it's it's yeah. the it's the I got something due on Friday mentality where yeah. we we have things that have been on our to do list now literally for three, four, five months. Well, and, and, and they just keep getting pushed. And it gets it gets uh, reinforced every week because we have bi weekly call with our admin and it's it seems like we're just talking about the same things over and over again sometimes. Yeah. Like I know we're apologizing to, to her. Yeah, I know. And I can tell she feels a little awkward on a weekly basis saying, So uh did you mm-hmm. get that thing done yeah. that I need to do my job? Yeah. And, you know, it's it's not even about I mean it, it does make us feel bad in a lot of ways that we haven't done it, but it doesn't allow her to do her job effectively, which Right. is part of the objective of the overall goal for all of us. So, yeah, I mean, planning out things and really trying to plot them in. I know I, you're right. You can't just take every hour of the day and plot no, it out, especially when you're quarantined. Yeah. <laughs> right? But For sure. Um, well, especially when you're in real estate, too. You've yeah. got clients. You've got, you know, you've got to leave room for those unexpected phone calls and, um, yeah. you know, showings and all that kind of stuff. So obviously, you got to be a little bit forgiving on your schedule. But if you can set some time aside every day for certain tasks, I guarantee you, you will accomplish them and you will get closer to those goals that you've set out for yourself. Yeah. I, the, the irony for me, going back to the kids in their school was for the first, what was it, two, three weeks mm-hmm. when this all started, there wasn't yet a plan from the schools. And we took it upon ourselves to do school, as I'm sure a lot of parents did. And we planned out from nine to whatever it was, 2.30 every yeah. day, we would administer classes to our kids. And we came up with the material ourselves. And 
for some reason, it's not to say they got a better education, but the organization in the house, mm-hmm. it's not to say, and it's also not to say we couldn't assign that same amount of time to what's now been given to us. Yeah. But because we we filled that time with their school in our schedule, there felt like there was more structure in the day. I don't think we could have sustained that. We though. couldn't. No, no, we couldn't have. But I, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying we could. I'm yeah. saying that I feel like though. We were re- gung-ho I'm saying that weeks. reinforced what happens when you plot something in yeah, and stick to it. Definitely. It, no, it, we, we couldn't sustain it because that took the bulk of every working day away, f- and that was also when the rest of the city and country and yeah. world was shut down. Everything was a lot slower. Um, but it's just that's just pushing the point of we put it in there and we said this is what we're doing mm-hmm. and it's not impossible to get what you set your mind to done right by just putting it in there yeah yeah and if you don't you know if you don't plan it out ahead you won't have it put in there and so you're sort of wandering aimlessly throughout your day um thinking of all the different things that you do want to do and then you know you get distracted you do one thing and you come back and like what was i thinking of doing what was mm-hmm. i gonna do so that happens a lot um, so, so that's, that's why it's so important to plan it out and plot it out. So, okay. I'm going to take the conversation in a different direction. Okay. Do it. Cause that's what I feel like doing. Cause I've lost my focus. <laughs> so when you are wearing a lot of hats, as a lot of people do, a lot of realtors do, when you've got to be responsible for a lot of things and you sit back and you say, yeah, I want to be focused, but I don't know where to prioritize my time or I I can't or I can't get everything done and it all needs to be done now. I think we're in the midst right now of going through the the practice of seeing what we can get away with finding other things to get done for us. Automating process, you talked about systems, leaning on, you know, our our administrative help in a lot of ways identifying what's most important. Mm-hmm. So I think we're still in the middle of that. I think we've made some strides, but we're learning as we go to let go of things. And to me, that's a big step when it comes to being able to focus on the stuff that I don't want to say you have to do, because I feel like anybody could do anything if they put their mind to it. But when you really iron out what's most important to you, I think it has to be you saying, what is it that I want to be responsible for and I need to own? Mm -hmm. And what can I find ways to accomplish with the resources I have or what resources do I need to find to help these things get done? Right. I think we're, I think we're getting there. I'm just, I'm curious what you think about where we're at in that, what we still have to learn, what advice you might have for people. Yeah. Or what the world might have for people. Yeah. Well, (laughs) I, I think again, it comes down to just, breaking things down into sizable chunks to make them more palatable <laughs> or more, you know, <laughs> like how we eat. Uh, just more uh, feeling like you can accomplish them. Because, you know, prime example, you and I are currently working on creating a new website for ourselves. And the idea for me of just delving into a new system, it's a new CRM, like there's so many different new things coming at you. Mm -hmm. And I struggle with 
just wrapping my head around, oh my God, this is going to take forever. We're never going to get through this. And I'm a very like regimented person. Like I need to start here. If there's, you know, like if there's a webinar for the first part of the, of, of how to work the website, I want to do that regardless of if I need to right. actually learn it first. Like I feel as though I'm missing things. So I really want to stay stick to a schedule. So I think that's one thing I'm going to have to start doing is like, okay, today, this is what we're going to do with the website and then we'll move on. And then we'll, you know, that'll be it for the day. I'm not going to overwhelm myself with, and and I think that that will help and hopefully I'll take my words into consideration and do what I say. At our our full year episode, we'll see. Yeah. What Uh, about you? I think, well, I think for me on that note, the trap that we have both fallen into and I think a lot of people fall into is when you're doing something new or when you're starting to enter a new thing and it doesn't go as smoothly as you'd pictured in your head. Yeah. You, it's real easy to just kill God knows about how much time spinning your wheels yeah. on something that you just don't get or it isn't working the way you want. You know, it's, you know, it's a weekend now and I was working on something, but there's no support or anything working. And the answer there, I think you need to recognize, like, don't give up, but recognize when there's questions that somebody can help you with that if you just say, okay, you know what, rather than take the next hour and a half Mm -hmm. trying to be the hero to fix this and maybe still not do it right, compile, you know, thoughtful set of questions or, or compile, you know, what it is that you've run into as a roadblock and reach out to the people who could help. And put it aside. Yeah. And come back to it when you get the answers you want because maybe it is, maybe it's a reasonable problem you've run into that you're always going to be spinning your wheels because what you want isn't the way it works. Yeah. Right. So I think we run into that a lot because we've entered a lot of new systems this year, like technology wise, whether it's the website, whether it's two different, almost three different CRM systems. And these are things that are sort of coexisting right now, not by design and not by intent either. Um, but that also speaks to keeping your eye on the ball. And I know it's good for us to be nimble and, and our business is such where we always want to be ahead of the curve, Mm -hmm. but we talk a lot about staying in your lane. And I think it's been necessary for us to have a few different lanes. It's not so easy for us to say, stay like all we can do is train our staff and stick yeah. to that, right? right? Because we're growing the business. We're trying to lead by example as well with, you know, our own business. Um, and so you just need to be able to define each lane, I think. And the early stages are always going to be the really hard work. If you're doing it right, it's going right. to be establishing that foundation that's going to work well for you so that you're not spinning your wheels all the time trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. And one I think one mistake we made early on with the the uh system we were working on at the beginning of the year uh was we relied on our admin to learn it all and to implement it. Mm-hmm. And while that was super helpful when it came time to using certain parts of that system on our own, you kind of felt helpless right. and not knowing exactly all the inner workings and it, you just feel really lost and it, I don't know, you just want to give up as a result. Yeah, Well, yeah, I mean, that's one of those lessons we hear and I would have thought that we do it, but you're right. 
you need to know all your systems. You yeah. can't just pass it off and say, great, that person's taking care of it because a, you're going to want to work with it at some time. You're going to want to speak knowledgeably, more knowledgeably than anybody with your people about it. And, you know, one day you're going to bring more people in yeah. or one day people might change. And if you don't have any of the knowledge of your own systems, exactly. then you've really kicked your own ass. And yeah. so you're right. I mean, she's done a great job of, of implementing it and trying to teach us. But yeah. the, at the end of the day is the way she learned, we should have been learning along with her. Exactly. For sure. Another thing that I think we really took a step back on over these last few weeks is just recognizing the activities that we're doing and how it connects to our actual business goals. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the stuff that we're doing on an everyday basis, while we think it's important, it's actually just busy work that doesn't really tie into where we see the business and our, our growth going. I want to say we've taken a step forward there. You're saying we're taking a step back. I mean, I no, no, I, no, I know no. what I you're mean, saying, like, but like to I, evaluate, like we just basically like stopped and started, you know, stopped spewing out all of these ideas right. well, and said, okay, but how does this tie back and, to our goals? Yeah, so I, th- I think we're saying the same thing, probably. Yeah. Like I think the ability to do that is where we've progressed in the last little bit because we've been able to look at a lot of junk that we're doing and say, okay, trash it. Right. Because we're overwhelmed with stuff and sometimes you're forced to look at everything and say, okay, what's useful, what's not? And we're still doing that. Like I still think there's stuff that that we do that probably – it's not that it's not useful, but it doesn't, to your point, it doesn't support the no. grand objective. And I think it's important to recognize that it doesn't have to be trashed. It could just be delayed for another part of your year or n- next year. Yeah, like yeah. if it's still a good idea, um, it, you don't necessarily have to just – never do it yeah well yeah that, i mean I, I guess there's a difference between saying this is a bad idea and this is just a not now idea yeah <laughs> right. and that's hard like i i find that very very hard because mm. when i get an idea in my head you know like me <laughs> not so much you but for me i'm like oh my god i want to do it now like this is like the best thing you know you know where you're better though than me at this tell me <laughs> <laughs> stop the presses tell me more talk you (laughs) you still you still bring them all up right and we still evaluate them yeah and i'm the wheels are always turning silently for me and i'm throwing out my own ideas without even bringing them up because Mm. to me i just assume well i don't assume like i do the evaluation without your help and i just say forget it It's a Mm. discussion for another day or another year or never, Mm. right? And I think, and we've talked about it, like when I have an idea, I need to vocalize it a bit more because there's nothing wrong with saying, wouldn't it be cool if, like that's how stuff progresses. Mm -hmm. And so there, it's not a bad, like I wouldn't say it's a deficiency of yours that you have a lot of ideas. No, it's a, I don't think it's a deficiency. I just think it's my inability to let go yeah. And recognize that this isn't right. supporting the path that we're going down. Well, it's it's one of those things where I think everybody's got this innate nervousness of this is a good idea. I think we should do it. It might not be on par, but it's going to kill me when someone else nails mm. this idea. And I mean, it's not about comparing yourself to other people, but it's about saying, I know this is a good idea and yeah, it's not what we're doing. And yeah, there's no time to do it and it doesn't match what we're trying. But damn, if somebody else gets that done, I'm going to be like, man, yeah, 
But but it's never really a, an original idea anyway. Well, that's it. You know, exactly. like somebody's like we, already we introduced said. auctions and mm-hmm. when we introduced them, you know, the true story is that another company launched on the exact same day as us right. in our exact same market with the exact same thing. Yeah. And okay, and and like you said, neither of us was original it was new to this market, but it's not like we came up with the concept of the oldest way to buy and sell on earth prior mm-hmm. to the way it's being done now. So everything is just a recycled and repurposed way to do good ideas that have happened at some point in some industry in the past. Yeah. And if you just realize that when when you implement the idea, when it actually supports what you're trying to do, it will have a much bigger impact, I think. Because I think if you put something into play when it doesn't support what you're trying to do it will fail because you can't stay committed to it you can't develop that habit to keep doing it on a consistent basis because you know there's so many good ideas out there but if people don't stick to them and really work them through and go through the ups and downs that come with an idea it's going to fizzle out before you even get it started right I think when a good idea comes up even if it doesn't match where you're headed towards like you said, it's not trash it. It's just where could this fit down the road? So if this is a good idea, it's not going to work now. But, you know, let's write it down. Let's call it the business plan for next year. Let's call it, you know, stage five of this thing that we are working towards right now. And as your systems tighten up and as the things you're working on get done, you've got an actual plan and you've got direction going forward that you're not always just a hamster in a wheel a lot of it, don't get me wrong, a lot of businesses, it's good when you can set up your systems and everything just runs like clockwork and that's your business. It doesn't mean you always need to be looking for the next thing. We operate that way. We're always trying to look for the next thing, but we can't do all the next things right now or they'll all fail. Having the good idea, it came from somewhere. In some way, you can tie anything to anything, but make it work in the structure of what you're building. Whatever you're working on right now, if it's supporting your goal, finish it. Do what you need to do to see it through so that you can be proud of what you intended to do and then focus on the next thing that supports it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Go one at a time, break it down into sizable chunks and, and like the sizable chunks, sizable chunks. I keep saying that the sizable means small sizable is like, I don't know, I guess sizable, like (laughs) Like it's able to be sized. (laughs) Well, whatever. Like some days you're, you can take on bigger pieces than other days. We say morsels, morsels. I feel like a morsel small. Okay. Um, Break them down. Bite-sized chunks. I get maybe that's what I mean to say. Sizable. Sizable. I've heard sizable. I don't even know where I think we need to Google that later. But anyway, (laughs) break it down and fit it into your schedule and be realistic Mm -hmm. because I fall into this trap too. I think I can do 500 things in a day and it's 8 o'clock at night and I recognize that I haven't done any of them. So it just really deflates you at the end of the day. Or, Or... it guarantees burnout. Right. Right. Because when you're the type of person who still wants to get them done and it's eight o'clock at night, yeah. then you're just killing yourself to get it done. Right. And th- again, it happens to everybody. Yeah. You know, but it can be avoided. Yeah. So I think for realtors, if you can recognize a system in your business that you need to work on, 
choose that. Obviously, you've got other stuff going on, but if you can work one system at a time and really chip away at creating a business that works more like clockwork, you will find that you're a lot more organized, that you're going to just level up your sales game because you're not having to, you know, miss a client because you forgot to follow up with them because your CRM system isn't updated or, you know, so on and so forth. And I know the idea of trying to uh, rework your system or create a new system for yourself just seems super overwhelming, but I can guarantee you that once you have it in place, it'll just make your business so much more effective. And you want extra time to be able to take your pick of fill in the blank there, decompress, have some me time, have some, you know, focus on health, eat well, whatever, but also diagnose the stuff you're doing. And again, everybody's guilty of it. Like, what do you do when you should be focusing and you've got a laundry list of things that you choose to do to take you away from that? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's hard, but I mean, I think we, uh, one good example is we were signed up for, it doesn't matter what it's called, but we were signed up for a conference. It could have been a sit in front of the computer every day, all day and watch the stuff. And and we could have done that if we wanted to, but instead it was one of those, let's identify what's most important. It's going to be recorded. Let's just pick a few things. Even let's split up. Even in a, in this case, you know, our agents had access to it. Like let's all find some good sizable chunks (laughs) to take out of it and make it efficient for something that could have been eight hours every day for three days. It ended up being how much actual listening time where, I mean, there's more content we'll probably consume, but it's something that we chose to stay to the plan for the most part on focusing what we needed to focus on, where that was still something that we could use as a bit of a getaway. It was still useful, but not something that sucked us away for hours at a time just because it was there, Right. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think I was going to say something and then I lost my focus. You lost your focus. <laughs> oh, no, that's what I was going to say. Um, my final thought oh. is that in real estate, we've got, in Ontario, there's over 80,000 realtors, right? And these are your people that you can collaborate with, that you can find out from them what systems they're using. So don't be afraid to ask people what they're doing. There's so many things that we've not relied, but asked other realtors what they're doing. And then we build upon it based on our own business and how we see it working. So I, I definitely don't think you should be reinventing the wheel. You shouldn't be going down a path without having some input from other people as to their own experience. There's people out there that have a really strong uh, follow-up system, have a strong referral network, have a strong customer service uh, business. And those are the people you should be reaching out to and finding out what their systems are because most people are willing to open up and provide that information to you. Yeah. Those, those who get it are collaborative and there, there's nothing threatening about asking for help and there's nothing threatening about giving help. It's yeah. what makes all of us better. And that's not just with what are the systems, but it's if you actually need physical help. Like if, you know, there's a lot of people who don't want to refer out business, Mm -hmm. but sometimes often it's in your best interest. If something's out of your league or out of your area or whatever, do it. Just lean on the people around you who will do the job better than you. Yeah. And it's not that just because you're 
you're using um, a system or an idea or a concept that somebody else has put into place, you're a different person. You've got a different client base. So it's always going to be unique, no matter how similar the idea or the concept is. Yeah. And people use things the same way because they work too. Right. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, why, again, it, it's not yeah. always about, yeah. Like, and we talk about this all the time. It's always like, well, yeah, everyone's doing it though. So right. why should we yeah, do it? Well, exactly. because it bloody works. Yeah. That's why everybody's doing it. Exactly. Why are we, why are we recreating things? Yeah. Like, I mean, we're, we're through a lot of hurdles. Like, we built a platform where people don't typically do that. And we've come out the other end and it's great. But my God, like it's still something that takes a good chunk of our time because there's no uh, benchmark to compare this to. So use what's out there. It exists for a reason and it's there to help you manage your time and focus. And so halfway through the year... Yeah. I think we're a little more focused than we were on December 31st. I think but- so. You know what? We're able to self-reflect a bit more, I think. Yeah. Because when I started the year, I was very delusional about <laughs> how lacking I am with my focus. And now I feel like... I see it on you. I see you focused. Really? I know. Yeah, I know oh, when I you're you. in the... Mo- well, not always. But I'm saying I know <laughs> when you're in the mode. <laughs> Let's yeah. not let this go to your head. But like when you're in the mode... And often it's when you're wearing your headphones. Yeah. If like, and that's fine. Like, if that's your way, it's a signal almost of like I'm. Well, I'm yeah. turned on to work or listening to something or both, and that's good, right. right? And it's the same thing. Like you know when I'm at work, and like we don't want to bother each well, other. And that's and that's something that's really important. That when you're if you're home with your partner or somebody else, you're living with somebody else. Um, you have to realize that you can't just talk to each other all the time. Like you need to have that separate yeah. work time because we we will do that. And then I don't know about you, but I get frustrated because like, you know, we're sitting beside each other working and then one of us will have an idea and we'll be like, oh, you know, did, did you do this? Oh, whoever says it's it, like, the other oh one's gosh, pissed off every time. I completely lost focus. Every time. Yeah. Every time. So it's- you need to try to have a separate work area as if you can or yeah. just recognize that when each other's working don't bring up the idea that you have just keep well working. okay I, yes for in our case for sure but yeah. i mean we're not saying keep all your ideas to yourself no, no, all no, the no. time I'm just but just in that know moment, know your place in that moment, write yeah. a note down for yourself and then when you're both done yeah. working then then you can bring it up but i think we need to be more respectful of each other's work time i agree thank you but it's like you're talking at me. No, no, I'm not. I, I feel the same way. But at the, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. That's good. <laughs> That's good. All right. So on that note, neither of us should talk anymore to each other. That was our talk for today. <laughs> we are going to get back to focusing on things. And you know what? I mean, it's been, like I said, it's been three months now of not being in the bricks and mortar office we built to help give us focus. And so given everything, and for a lot of people out there, I'm sure this has not been the easiest of times to maintain sanity, focus, and all that. But uh, you've made it this far. We're all still here Mm -hmm. and chugging along. So don't lose sight of the goal. Stay the course. Bite-sized morsels. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Level up, 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 level up,